Greetings, friends. I don't know about you, but I pay attention and hold on to the words that stick with me, particularly the ones that feed my spirit and shed light on my path. Some years ago, my imagination was particularly nourished by the simple short stories in a book entitled Jacob the Baker by Noah Ben Shea. Jacob's job was to tend the ovens in his village where daily bread was baked. Each day after lighting the fires early in the morning, Jacob had the habit of scribbling notes to himself on slips of paper, notes with words that he hoped to return to and ponder later. Although he never sought an audience for his thoughts, one day... One of Jacob's carefully folded up notes is accidentally dropped and baked into a loaf of bread. When it is discovered in red, everything changes for this unassuming man. The secret of Jacob soon becomes a whisper that rides the wind into every ear in his village. And the community embraces Jacob as if he were a long-ignored human treasure suddenly unearthed. The Jacob story I treasure most, in my own words, goes something like this. A distraught soul comes to Jacob, seeking help in discerning his way forward. As they talk, this troubled one confesses that he simply doesn't know whether to listen to his head or his heart in making a decision. Jacob listens and responds with what he has come to believe, and that is that the heart knows what the head has only begun to understand. But still unsatisfied, the questioner pushes Jacob further, saying, But, but what if neither my head nor my heart are clear, Jacob? Have you ever been there, friends? After a few moments of silence, Jacob lifts his eyes to his friend's face and offers what has stuck with him. Prayer is a path where there is none. These are the words I continue to carry with me from my own encounter with Jacob. Prayer is a path where there is none. My name is Kathleen Bynum Layler, and my personal path has led me into life and ministry in five different states, all east of the Mississippi. As a lifelong United Methodist, I must say I have never felt the need for prayer more than in these last couple of decades both in our churches and in our world. I do not need to spell out for any of you the ways that too often we are a divided, fractious people who may very well be able to quote Wesley all day long, saying, although we may not think alike, may we not love alike. But that doesn't mean we know how to do that well, how to do that consistently, how to do that without judgment 
of the other. Gratefully, just this last week, I was with Barbara Brown Taylor at a writer's conference at Candler. Her encouraging words that were by far the stickiest for me were these. Find a wound that needs your words. Her best tip for me when it comes to writing. And so for this podcast, I want to honor her words by naming the wound of estrangement. Estrangement between those of us who need to be reconciled. I want to also honor Jacob's reminder that prayer is a path where there is none. And most significantly, honor Jesus calling us to actively seek reconciliation when there are hurts that need holy healing, even though that is surely more of a journey than a discreet moment in time. I invite you for just a moment to pay attention to what's going on in your own mind and heart and spirit as you heard me begin to speak of our corporate need to be reconciled, to seek reconciliation. Have you ever experienced prayer as a path where you thought there was none? Recently, I discovered a book of daily prayers from Ireland's oldest Peace and Reconciliation Center, the Corimila community in Northern Ireland. Written by their leader, Patrick Otwama, among those prayers is a startling prayer for reconciliation that doesn't shy away from how complex the path forward can be. I'll read it for you as a way for us all to open ourselves up to the Spirit's work of transforming the walls between us into corridors for peace and unity. Holy One, we acknowledge where there is separation, there is pain and there is story. And where there is story, there is understanding and misunderstanding, listening and not listening. May we, separated peoples, estranged strangers, unfriended families, divided communities, turn toward our stories with understanding and listening and acceptance with challenge, change, and consolation. Because if God is to be found, you, O God, will be found in the space between. Amen. Otwama shared one of his personal prayer practices at a European chaplain's conference. He says, Each day I greet God in my own disorder. I say hello to my chaos, my unmade decisions, my desires, and my troubles. I greet the day, and I greet my beloved and bewildering Jesus. 
and hope and pray with him that I can meet the bigger world well that day. In closing, friends, may our prayers for reconciliation open us up to fresh paths of listening and understanding, to healing of old and new wounds that fracture Christ's body and God's so loved world. For as Jacob reminds us, and as Jesus demonstrated for us, prayer is a path where there is seemingly none. Thanks be to God, between, beside, behind, and ever before us. Amen.